What's going on, everybody? Welcome to In the Zone. I'm your host, Garrison Roy. And this is where we are going to go ahead and dive into a bunch of different sides of the baseball game of being in the zone, right? That could be in the zone of skill acquisition, in the zone mentally, or different types of training zones, right? So, a bunch of different ways that we can kind of pack it all into these episodes here. And if you're new to this, you know, we have rants, which I'm going to be getting on a little bit today. We have full-length interviews, we have mental minutes, and deep dive educational ones, right? So all of these are going to be encompassing those things that are going to help elevate the game. And, you know, if you don't like what you see, don't share the show. But if you do like it, don't be a hoe. Share the show. (laughs) Yeah, so if you guys don't share this or if you don't listen, you know, I'm just going to take that as feedback that, I didn't do good on that episode, so just take it as, hey, that type of information is probably not what the people want to hear, because that's essentially what I'm doing for this, uh, for you guys, for this podcast, is for you all who are listening, and to just essentially grow the game and make sure that other people can learn from others' mistakes, my mistakes, and continue to just get better, not only in the game, but just any aspect of their life. So. With that, this rant is going to be on recruiting, right? It's definitely a a sensitive topic for some, but we'll just kind of keep it in general overall for right now. Um, And obviously, high school going into college. Here recently, as I'm recording this, earlier this summer, there was a rule saying that schools couldn't reach out until the summer of Uh, guys going into their junior year. So, and I think that's actually a good move because there's a lot of kids that were committing super early and it was just getting a little out of hand, in my opinion. Um, But nonetheless, you know, this time of the year, and this is like around October, right? We're looking at a time when there's a dead period, right? What is a dead period exactly? Well, it kind of really boils down to if you're not on college campus for a camp or anything like that, then the coaches are not going to go travel to any of these tournaments or see you play in, you know, any of these WWBA ones that you might see other than, you know, the ones anytime for this year in 2023 before October 9th, if you played before then that wasn't the dead period. So you should be in the clear for that, but just something to kind of think about and put into a perspective. Cause I, myself as a player was kind of under the illusion that there was always a scout in the stand and there was always someone listening, which there is and people talk, right? So like, don't get me wrong, like that still definitely is a factor, um, you know, but that that's just something to to kind of consider if, if you are a, I guess, sophomore or junior or maybe even a senior that's uncommitted trying to get a look, right? Right now is the time for you to either go to camps or just completely eject from playing and go to work and train all the way up until leading up into the spring season, 
right? And you got to put it into a little bit more perspective, like, and just be honest with yourself. If you're a hitter who's only hitting a buck 50 or barely a buck 50 or a pitcher who has an ERA that's like 10 plus, playing and showcasing some things, not only with just with those stats, because again, stats can lie to a degree. Although, you know, if you have a lot of uh, innings and sample size or ABs, it, it may not be, right? So that's something that you just kind of have to have a self-evaluation about or even just have a coach that may not be coaching you or a coach that um, is a, an outside perspective that's just going to give you a brutally honest opinion, right? So that's that's something to kind of think about there. Um, but yeah, so from that, like that's that's something that I think anyone who's trying to get recruited should have a realistic idea of where they're at on a, their progression of where they want to be to be realistic and be like, Hey, you're a senior and you want to go to Vanderbilt. It's probably not going to happen, my man, because they've already locked down their recruiting class. And I'm not saying you would never go to Vandy. I'm not saying that at all. Just if you go to any of these other schools, just know, especially now with this new, uh, you know, one-year transfer rule, if you absolutely ball out whatever school that you go to to start, you could probably make those jumps to those big power five schools. You never know. Now, I'm not saying you're going to go from a, a D3 to, you know, a power five. <laughs> Maybe not the case, but, you know, there there is some way where you know maybe you're a top division two guy or you're at a mid-major and you perform really well against some of the power five schools they might extend an offer to you you never know right so it's kind of crazy how even now in the in the college game the recruiting is not just stuck to the high school kids or the and even back whenever i was playing it was maybe the junior college kids that would come through but now they're looking at everyone so there's Coaches that are constantly having their head on a swivel and being like, hey, like this kid didn't have very many innings, but I know he played really well in high school and I think he would be a great addition for us. Like those are things that they might be having rolling in the back of their head and trying to put together a game plan, especially if they're trying to make a push to be a a contending team in the upcoming season. Right. Um, But I'll just kind of break this down and and I'll, I'll give this. Uh, out to you guys if you want to reach out to in the zone podcast one two three at gmail.com but the, it's all for public view if you just look up the 2023-2024 ncaa recruiting calendar or whatever year you're listening to this right just look up the recruiting calendar and it breaks things down to where you know hey when coaches can contact you when there's a quiet period so i actually misspoke earlier whenever i said that now which today is October 19th, that is technically a quiet period. So that one, again, just kind of to reiterate, a quiet period is where they can still make some offers, but they have to be where you're on campus. An absolute dead period is where they can have no contact with you whatsoever, right? Um, And then there's also uh, shutdowns, which is kind of like through the week of Christmas, through the week of Thanksgiving, those are your typical shutdown time periods. And rightfully so, I think it's good for the coaches to also have a time where they're completely shut off and, you know, can spend time with their families and enjoy life a little bit. Uh, but th- this is just some things that 
you know, looking from the outside, and I know I hear this a lot of complaints from from parents and players too, where you might hear from a coach and then they kind of ghost you for a little while. And then all of a sudden they start talking to you again. Um, you know, there's multiple factors that go into that. Maybe there's other guys that they had offers on. A lot, lot of different perspectives to look at here. But if you're looking at this large recruiting calendar and there's one of those times where there was a, a quiet period or a dead period and they weren't texting you during that time, that's probably why. Right. So that that's something to kind of consider when you're looking into all this is like, OK. And some of the coaches may be upfront with you and kind of let you know and be like, hey, like, I'm not going to be available until this time. And some of them just flat out forget because they have so many people that they're trying to contact and recruit. And a, a lot of them, to be honest, probably aren't biting on the offers that they're giving them, depending on whatever level of play they're at. Right. So. You know, they're trying to shoot their shots and get as many guys to come in to their school as much as they can. Um, but th this is just something that, you know, outside perspective of things that you need to consider. Obviously, on um, all of these little recruiting, you know, talks that you'll hear from schools, they're going to talk about the GPA. They're going to talk about, you know, how you behave yourself on social media and even outside of social media and how that's going to be affecting your brand. Uh, as a player. And I, I mentioned this a while back on an NIL deal uh, episode where I was talking about that guys should know what they stand for and they shouldn't just take any NIL deal, you know, and I used, you know, uh, uh, a beer company, for example, like if all of a sudden later on down in your life, you are against drinking alcohol, that may, may be a problem if you're associated with that as your brand as a person or as a player, right? So it might be something that you want to just kind of keep on the back burner, but also not only like the NIL deals, but building your brand as a player is more of like, hey, like what things do you like on social media? What things do you share? What is someone's mom on the opposing team going to say about you because they heard through the grapevine about, you know, something that happened at school or how you treat their son in between games or over a travel ball tournament that nobody really knew about. But, you know, maybe there's just that one parent that has something held against you because of how you, you know, showboated his kid or showboated something. And someone's always going to have a problem with you. Like, don't feel like you're going to be needing to be a people pleaser and, uh, you know, be this perfect person. That's not what I'm saying. But what I'm saying is you need to understand what you stand for or anything that you not only post on social media, but just anything that you associate with the people that you hang around. Those are things that are also going to build your brand. And I heard a really cool quote several years ago and it's it stuck to me and I use this quite often is you know show me your friends and I'll show you your future show me your five closest friends and I'll show you what your future is going to look like if some of those five closest friends are just goof offs and you know they're kind of messing around they don't take things very seriously at all in school or in sports or anything for that matter that's probably the route you're going to go down Right. Or even for college guys, like some of your best buds are smoking weed all the time and 
partying and going out on the weekends. Is that what you want to be? I don't think that's something that you want to be associated with, right? And I'm not saying that you shouldn't go and have fun. But what I'm saying is you need to be careful with who you associate yourself with all the time because that's what people are going to perceive you to be like. Even if you're friends with them, and you can still be friends and not hang around them and be have them as a close friend. But if you don't have a, a tight-knit, close group of friends that's going to push you, elevate you, and take you to that next level, or even coaches or people that are in your corner for that matter, those are people that you're going to hang around to, right? Those people are going to elevate you and help you reach those goals that you're trying to get, whether it's playing college baseball, pro baseball, whatever it is. Be uh, a really awesome businessman or be a really awesome parent, right? Those things are going to rub off on you just because of you being around them, right? It's kind of like one of those things where it's just kind of not really happened by osmosis, but you're going to pick up on a lot of things, kind of like how us as kids, we didn't really know what things were our parents were saying, but all of a sudden we started, you know, picking up on little phrases and stuff. And our parents were like, oh, he actually does listen. Or, oh, uh, I do say that bad word a lot. And I probably shouldn't say that around him. So these things are, you know, it's, it's again, me ranting here. That's the whole point of this episode is me just going off on a tangent. But make sure that you're presenting yourself accordingly and, and know what you stand for. And it kind of goes without saying, like, be presentable. Don't have super crazy ungroomed hair or you know crazy dyed hair of like different colors i don't think you know like your natural colors like your blonde and stuff like i get it like guys do that for the playoffs and stuff that's totally fine but if you have like unnatural colors that can kind of raise a flag for some coaches um you know so if and if that's what you want to build your brand around and be that guy do not guess. Um, just know that there's going to be some coaches that are kind of will ri- raise an eyebrow to that. And it, again, it is kind of superficial, but it's just the nature of the beast. Um, outside of that, though, like if you guys have any other questions or comments on on recruiting, uh, there was one to actually kind of side note here where I I heard a a pretty large division one school dropped all of their senior uh, class, you know, incoming freshmen just to go get Juco guys to get better players that are already developed. Like literally every single kid that committed, they withdrew their scholarships and went and got other guys that had a few more years under their belt, a little bit more developed. and. Guys, that's that's where we're at right now. It's crazy, and I know that that's kind of low, but at the same time, I kind of get where they're coming from. Like, if you have, you know, the guys like last this past College World Series at LSU, you had some dudes. Not very many of those guys were 18 fresh out of high school. There was maybe like three or four of them. The rest of them were in there, you know, year three, year four, some fifth-year seniors. Right. And those guys have put a lot more hours, have a lot more development physically and baseball IQ mentally 
and just they're they're able to perform at a different level than someone who just came out of high school. So if you know that that's who you're up against to try to go to these power five schools or, you know, whatever your dream school is, you got a lot of work to do. But that's it for my rant today. For those of you listening, stay in the zone.